welcome back to episode two of A Story to Tell. We're excited to um, continue this journey and, and see how it goes. Uh, we, we've, we've had people ask, hey, when's episode two coming out? And here it is. Uh, and so uh, we... Ready or not. We again, uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to listen to us talk about things that, that God lays on our heart. And uh, today uh, we've got a, a topic uh, that we're going to talk about that uh, sometimes kind of hinders our stories. Uh, sometimes it's a, just a big part of our stories and um, things that, that God uses to shape us. Uh, but uh, Allie, what, uh, what, what topic are we going to talk about today? Well, I think it's just a lot of times how we just kind of you know, yeah, it does show up in our story, but it just kind of shows up in, in who we are and, and how we react to the world around us. And um, one of the things that was kind of laid on my heart, um, just in this world of that we've been living in the last, what, like year and a half now mm-hmm. um, of pandemic world and uh, being in the healthcare field and just in general, I feel like anybody, whether you work in healthcare or or you don't, there's been so much uncertainty and um, just unknown, and that can be scary. And so that kind of got me thinking about just where we sit in, like, the the fear of the unknown. And um, so one of the questions that I wanted to kind of us to kind of brainstorm and us talk about was, you know, what does fear look like? For you and um, how does it show up? Um, and I think that can that can look differently and um, for male and female and, um, and and just in our lives and and in our story too. But you know, our, our stories can shape how fear kind of shows up in our lives. And um, I want to I don't know what do you has it what does fear look like to you and how does it show up? Um, I, I don't fear. I don't have fear. You're so strong. <laughs> I'm, I'm extremely kidding. Um, I, um, uh, that is one of those things when, when you mentioned the topic to me and, and you mentioned the question of what does fear look like? That is sadly, that's one of those things for, for men that society, um, kind of teaches you that, Hey, you're the man. You're not supposed to be afraid. You're not supposed to, um, struggle with these things. You're not supposed to deal with these things. And, um, that's just not the case. Uh, we, we all have fears. We all have insecurities. We have things that, uh, that worry us and, uh, they, they show up in different ways. Uh, whether that's a, um, just a, there, there's fear of heights. There's fear of uh, certain types of animals. There's fear of, uh, being alone, there's fear of just a lot of different things. The dark, yeah. There's, Are guys um, afraid of the dark? I feel like that's a female uh, thing. Yes. Uh, I do know a guy uh, who is afraid of the dark. His name's TJ. Mm, um, that's and right. Hey, hopefully if he listens to this, uh, he'll, <laughs> he'll hear. I'm not going to tell all of his stories of why he's afraid of the dark, but he's got a legit reason. Maybe he could um, be a guest star. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to bring him on and we'll, we'll talk about his uh, fear of the dark one day. Uh, but, but yeah, there are guys who, who are afraid of the dark and, um, I think one of the things for, for guys is it's just not okay for us to talk about our fears oftentimes. Mm. And, uh, I guess that's kind of why I was excited about our why topic. Why is it not okay? Um, because it's not a manly thing to be afraid. Uh, we're supposed to be tough. We're supposed to be, um, 
we're supposed to be in a uh, trying to think of the way to put it here. Just, uh, just th- that's not a masculine trait to have fear in your life, uh, according to society and and what the world shows us. And so to divulge into that and say, "Hey, I'm afraid of this," or "I struggle with this fear," um, it's not popular. We don't do well talking about our feelings, anyways. Uh, and when those feelings are fear, we uh, just just kind of handle those. Usually in an unhealthy way uh, of just kind of pressing them down and not dealing with them or uh, not allowing people to to know about those things. Well, and then it's weird because the thing that I'm thinking of is like you know you talk about essentially it kind of comes back to being vulnerable, right? Like and yeah. and having that fear of of being vulnerable of saying, "Hey, I'm afraid of spiders," or "Hey, I'm afraid of the dark," or "Hey, I'm a man and I'm afraid that I can't take your." take care of you financially like in a relationship or I can't you know take care of you physically in a relationship or whatever the case may be yeah and um but I feel like there's strength and vulnerability right like and so how does that translate over to fear from does that make sense from yeah, it does, uh, and that that's one of those things that I don't, I don't know that all men would agree that there is strength in vulnerability. I do. I mean, I I, I definitely agree with you, and I I, I see what you're what you're bringing uh, forth there. But um, I don't know that. Um, I think there's a lot of men out there that that don't like to be vulnerable because that takes them out of that leadership role that they feel called to be in. And um, although they will have fears, uh, they don't express that to a lot of people because then they can't lead how they feel like they're supposed to lead. Uh, and when you're vulnerable, uh, that that shows that there is weakness uh, as well. And in in a lot of people, we they they believe that. I, I think I feel that they believe that vulnerability is a it shows a weakness, and we can't have a weakness because not only are we men, but we're supposed to lead and we're supposed to take charge, and we've got to be able to make these decisions. We've got to be able to do all of these things, and so we just don't deal with fear. Um, and it's not that we don't have fear. Uh, we do. You just um, can't communicate it. And yeah, it's it's a it's a struggle it's to a taboo subject. Communicate those those fears uh, because of the perception that those fears will bring. Mm. Um, when when you allow the fear uh, to be seen, uh, you lose your masculinity uh, in a sense. Credibility, you think yeah. too? Yeah, maybe. You, even that. you mentioned like leading, and you know what got me thinking too. I think. What about like as as leaders in general? So male, female, as a male or female leader, do you think sometimes if you're a leader or someone that's seen as more of a of a leadership role um, figure to look up to? you know, whatever the case may be, do you feel that they, that most people feel like they can't be vulnerable, that they can't talk about their fears because then it automatically puts them out of that leadership role? 
Yeah, because I think with with leadership, oftentimes you feel like you have to have all the answers. Uh, and that's that's one of those fortunate things that I have learned uh, throughout life that I don't have all the answers. And uh, we've oftentimes been quick to tell people uh, in the ministry roles that we've been in, we're not always going to have the answers. Um, and I'm not always smart enough to find all of the answers. <laughs> uh, I'm willing to ask and 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 uh, seek those answers out, search for those through people who may be better qualified to answer those things. But as leaders, uh, you feel like you've always got to have a plan. You've always got to have a, a way of moving forward and you, you've always got to have these answers and fear almost takes away that credibility uh, like you talked about earlier, it almost takes away uh, that that opportunity to for people to view you in that leadership role that that you may be in, uh, and so it's tough. It's tough to to be vulnerable and yet lead uh, the way that most people feel like they're supposed to lead. Um, but the interesting thing to I think to, supposed to is the key word that you just said there. Like that resonated with me. And why is that? Because it's it goes back to kind of what we talked about in our last episode of like that expectation. So when you say supposed to, are you saying the expectation that you put on yourself or that others put on you or both? Yeah, it's um I I would say that a lot of times it is there are unrealistic expectations of leaders mm-hmm. and it is not what anybody has spoken but it is what is perceived, uh, whether that's through the leader themselves or the people that they're supposed to lead. Um, one of the things that I found is oftentimes there aren't expectations for leadership besides just to lead. Mm-hmm. And you're not given the blueprint of, hey, this is what we want you to do. And that's especially true in ministry. Um, and, it, and it's hard to gauge what that leadership looks like and, and how all of that works. And, uh, and so you put unrealistic expectations on yourself of, Hey, this is what I'm supposed to do in this role. Um, and oftentimes that's not what other people have asked, but that's what you perceive. That's, uh, what you thought that you were supposed to do as, as the, the leader there. And sadly, sometimes that becomes the driving force there. Um, but but yeah, I think I think that the expectation side of it is what gets you on on that, and so you automatically think that hey, I, I'm supposed to be this person in this role, so I can't allow them to see this because if they see this fear, they see this anxiety, they see this struggle that I have, then I will lose credibility with those that I'm leading mm-hmm. um, that they can't come to you. Yeah. It's how can I fix their problems when I'm struggling with things as well? Mm-hmm. And that's just not realistic. Um, we, we all have problems. There's not a person in this world who right. doesn't have struggles. If you're listening to this today, you've got struggles and so do we <laughs> surprise. I mean, yeah, I don't know if that was a shock to you or not, but <laughs> you have struggles just like we do. And, um, we're not perfect people just because mm. we are sitting here trying to put out content for a oh podcast. We are not perfect people. Sure. I don't have all the answers, but oftentimes 
I don't allow people to see my fears because I am also afraid that it's going to change their perception of me. Mm-hmm. And so the fears that I have are hidden because of another fear of perception from those people that are around me, those that um, those that, that I feel like I'm supposed to lead or show what it is to and to counsel and to help and, and all these different things uh, that that perception just um, causes another fear but it also presses those other fears down because I don't want them to see me struggle because if I struggle mm-hmm. then I'm I'm not what I'm supposed to be for them right if you struggle then you're not strong yeah right yeah and then like I'm thinking like uh, perception so going back to it's all about image. Right. And being yeah. image conscious. And and so if they if you have to be this certain image to all people or most people, majority of people around you. Does that. If you live in that world and you live in that life of of trying to maintain this image, do you eventually lose yourself in that? Yeah, I think you do. Uh, essentially, I think that you end up becoming something that you are trying to create to satisfy other people. Ooh. And everybody that just heard that statement knows that that's not where anybody wants to be. No. Uh, we don't ever want to get trapped in the place where we're trying to become what, other what people we want think us to be. other people want us to be. It's yeah. not even what other people have asked us to be. Oftentimes, uh, one of the reasons we do this podcast is because we believe that, um, and, and one of our ministry goals is to be real with people. And sure. we believe that people need that realness in their life. Yet, oftentimes people get step away from that realness to be what they think other people want them to be. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those that we are trying to become what we think other people want us to be. And really, they probably just want us to be who we were supposed to be to begin with. Mm. And when we realize that, not only does freedom come, but then we can actually deal with those fears that we have and be okay that we were created not to be Perfect. strong in every aspect, <laughs> perfect in every aspect that we were created to be who we are, who God made us to be. And it and may we not will never be perfect. No, it may not be a perfect creation, but it's exactly what he desires to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that is one of those, those really cool things, but you got to get past the point of, the fear that people are going to see me for who I really am. Because in reality, that's exactly what God wants. Mm. He wants people to see you for who you really are as you follow him. Yeah, because he thinks that person is perfect because he doesn't see anything other than beauty and um, just the creation that he made you. And really to say that I am not... um, I want to be something other than what you created because I feel like you didn't do a good job. So therefore, like I have to do other things and be another way. 
it's really kind of like spitting in his face a little bit, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. of like, I don't think that that what you did was enough. Yeah. And um, I am not enough based on on who you are. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like we do so much to to please others, and and we lose ourselves like in the process, and that's awful. And um, one thing I was thinking of too, of, you know, yeah, we're trying to please others by trying to have this certain image of, of who we want them to see us as, or who we think that they perceive us to be, or, or who we think that they want us to be, or yeah. all those things. But in reality, are they even thinking of us at all? You know, are they even wondering about who we are? Are they even, do they even care? Like, you know, it's like we have this thing and like, are they, they're probably thinking about what we're thinking of them, you know? And like, and everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking of, but no one's actually thinking of the other person. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think oftentimes we get called up. Wondering what other people think about us, and hey, those people do the same thing. They're they're looking and going, hey, what is, what is Josh's perception of me? And I'm sitting there and going, do do they see my flaws? Do they see my failures? No, you're just really good looking, and well, they see all of that. I, I, they <laughs> so talented. They're not allowed so to many, see that. I so am a married <laughs> man. Uh, Very true. You yeah. are. I, you're not allowed to see that part of me. Uh, uh, you can just think that Allie's a lucky girl. Yes. Um, so, uh, but. It is one of those that we get so caught up in ourselves, and everybody does it. It's it's we're it's part of that imperfection of of humanity. We get so caught up in ourselves, and we we're often analyzing what other people think of us, and we're scared to do something, and they're doing the same thing, and so you just kind of get caught in that loop, uh, and so it's, it's just it's a vicious cycle uh, that that life throws at us and those curveballs. So. Um, let me turn it around and ask you that same question. What does fear look like for you and how does it show up? Well, the, the thing that was kind of thinking as you were kind of finishing up that sentence was almost like a fear of abandonment, right? Of like, if I don't show up this way, if I don't act a certain way, if I don't um, be all things to all people, then I'm alone and alone is scary. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I think it's almost like the fear of abandonment of like, if I, if I can't show up, if I can't be this, then I will be alone and I don't want to be alone. And I have a, a fear of, um, what that may look like. And now I'm not, now I'm not safe because I'm alone. And so I have a fear of safety and, and am I protected? Um, because, because I'm alone because in being alone, then, um, maybe it, it isolates me. It puts me in more of a vulnerable situation. And then it goes back to that fear of being vulnerable. And, and I think it's kind of that vicious cycle of, uh, where does where does all that show up and what does that look like? And um, I think so so many times we 
we had fears that maybe maybe God's not going to show up that the way that we want him to. And so mm. um, maybe we try to control certain situations. And when we fear feel out of control, then we, we fear that. And I think yeah. um, that's where everything kind of comes back where we started this of like being, having the fear of the unknown. And if I'm out of control of my environment and the things around me, then um, they're, or I will fail, or I will be unsafe, and I will be unprotected, or people will leave me because I mm. can't control the outcome, yeah. and therefore then I won't show up the way that they expect me to or the way I anticipate myself to. Um, so I think it can go in so many different directions, but um, yeah, I think for me it kind of hits on all of those for sure. Yeah, um, that's... It, it's so so intriguing to see how it just compounds itself with fear because it it's it's a vicious cycle and yeah. roller coaster. Like if you don't if you don't catch it, you can find yourself in a tornado in half a second, yeah. and it's not in like in your actual environment. A lot of times, it's completely in your head, and that's probably the worst place to be yeah yeah it, I, I would definitely agree with that just uh being in your head and and being caught in that and um it's it's one of those things that that people can't see uh that, that you get caught in your head you get caught in that cycle and and people don't understand what what it is uh they may see you struggling but they don't see that it's a a product of a almost a fear compound one leading to the next and uh, just trying to protect yourself from all these other fears that, that just kind of flow out of uh, the one uh, that it started with. You know, I was thinking of for me and my coworkers may be hearing this, so don't change the way you act towards me, but I'm going to straight up say this is how it kind of shows up for me even at work of, you know, there may be times that I may be in my head. And um, so for me, being in my head is a shutdown. And I shut down, I get quiet, and I'm maybe not as outgoing and bubbly and um, uh, enthusiastic and lighthearted and joking. And um, I love, love, love telling, like, the worst corny joke dad jokes ever I have like a book um I think some a lot of my students actually give me books of dad jokes and I love them so keep them coming yeah so any students that are (laughs) listening to this please stop please because I have to hear them all uh I get them sent to me and (laughs) multiple times uh, a day it's great yeah it's (laughs) it's really a a lot of things I don't know that it's great Uh, it's really a love language I believe Is that number um, six? Did did they miss one? I think it's a new book. It's coming out soon, I believe. Um, new love languages. Yeah. But I think that whenever I get the question of, Allie, you're quiet today. Why are you quiet today? Or, um, Allie, you haven't sent out a joke of the day lately. And, like, why why aren't you joking? What, what's going on? And I immediately try to amp up like whatever it is, because I'm like, okay, they, they see me. 
They see me being in my head. They see me being quiet. They see me not being quote unquote myself. And so now, therefore, I have to show up in a way that um, maybe is like, hey, wake up. Like, yeah. you need to be someone else. And the way need, that you think they expect you to be. The, the way that they expect me to be because I feel like they need that. Not because yeah. they actually do. No one needs Allie. Like, but oh, we do. We need Allie. We, they we need my jokes, need, yeah. but they don't need me. And and I think that that that's in that same that same ball game of okay. I they saw me being real, being who I am. But what what would happen if I said, "Hey, I'm off today, and I'm just in, really in my head," and or "Hey, I'm just." You know, I've just had a really tough, you know, rough couple of days or, hey, I didn't sleep well last night or, you know, whatever the case may be, but I don't. I just shove it down more and I just shove it down more and I shove it down more and um, and I try to mask it. You know, we already yeah. wear a mask. I might as well add a few more, right? Yeah, might as well. Um, and that that's one of those things as you was talking about that, that, that opens the door when... When you take that step and you say, "Hey, this, today I'm just not, I'm just not me. I'm not where I usually am because these things are going on." You open up to that fear of questions, mm. that fear of breaking down a wall, pulling back a curtain, and allowing people to see, "Hey, this is who I really am." And there's a lot of days that that I can get past this, and I can be that person that brings light, that brings joy to the office. Uh, but there are days that that I struggle, and I am human, and I don't have all the strength that you think that I have. Mm. I I am not this. this I want to be that person. Yeah. I want to be that strength person, and so therefore, if you see that maybe I'm not that person, then I'm going to try to show up even more. And yeah, I don't know. I can go so far into that one. Yeah. Uh, but it's it is it's one of those things that it just kind of opens up a, a a rabbit hole for us, and so instead of dealing with that, instead of dealing with the fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. uh, we we immediately shift into what we think that other people need from us, uh, even though even though they may what be perfectly fine. What questions will they ask? They may be perfectly fine with the answer that we would give them of. Hey, today I just don't have it. Today it's not going to be here. Today, today I'm not perfect, and they're they'd probably be fine with that. Mm. But but we're not. We're not okay with that. Yeah, I think that's so. exactly right. Like I know, and I'm I'm going to say this too. Like I know my coworkers would be fine with anybody saying that I'm not okay today because yeah. I have a great work environment. But I think we're just afraid to show up. Yeah. We're afraid to be real. We're afraid to be honest. And we're afraid, what questions will they ask me? How vulnerable do I have to be? And, you know, I don't have to be vulnerable. Yeah. I can have my my fences up and my boundaries marked. And I can say, you know, just enough to keep myself safe. And that's fine. Yeah. But... I think 
that we're just still so image conscious. We're so afraid of the unknown that they may ask us questions or they may be like, oh, she, she crazy. Yeah. And I see it now. Yeah. And I don't want to be a part of her life or anything like her or around her or yeah. anything. You know, what kind of, you know, figure could she be? Could she be anybody um, that I could talk to? And then you have that fear of abandonment show up. And then, you know, but doesn't doesn't that get exhausting wearing that mask all the time because you're not willing the to be makes real? Us wear it. I don't know. Well, I understand that. <laughs> I I get the reason for the mask during a pandemic, but There's this the mask will not last. <laughs> yeah, the mask is not going to last forever because of the pandemic. But when you create this image in your head, that mask now has to last for the entirety of your life until you get tired of upholding it. Um, and so isn't it exhausting mm. to continue to put that on because you're afraid to be real with people? And a lot of those sure. people would probably be okay with the new you, even though mm. it's not new. It's the same you. It's the real you. They may even like it more. Some people will choose to walk out of it, but they're only in your life because you've created an image that's not mm. real. Because of someone that they can use and abuse, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're showing up in a way that they only need you. Yeah. And so, therefore, if you're no longer that person or no longer able to be that person for them, then they don't show up. Yeah. And that I think that's okay. I think that's where it's okay for us to allow people to not be in our life anymore when they realize, hey, I can't take care of you the way that I have taken care of you for so long. Yeah. I have to show up differently. And if you're not okay with that, then I need you to move on. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, some of the advice that, that we give our kids. And, uh, that, that's the crazy thing is, um, if you have children and you're listening to this, you understand how it can be with friends. And one day they're best friends, the next day they're not. And and oftentimes we give this advice, and I've I've given this to some of our students in the past as well. But this goes for adults as well, is that if you have to fight to get somebody in your life, if you have to create an image to bring somebody in, you're going to have to keep that for the rest of the time to keep them in your life. Mm. If you're fighting to get them there, you're going to have to fight to keep them there. If you're making yourself become something that you're not to get them into your life, you will have to be that person. You can't sustain it. For the rest of your life if you want them to stay. Mm. And and so that is not realistic. And we talked about that for mm-hmm. us. What for the, sure. the reason that we are still where we are is because everything that started this relationship was genuine stuff. We didn't come in with anything. There was no expectation of a relationship in our early conversations, um, but it it led that way because we were real with one another, and mm. God showed us that this is what you need in your life. Uh, and so we do. We've got to be okay. Well, yeah, that in the pants. Um, the, we've got to be okay with allowing people to walk out who aren't willing to accept us for who we are. Mm. And that is tough. That is absolutely tough to do because we 
are oftentimes afraid that if we let people walk out that that we're going to lose everything. But oftentimes when you allow people to walk out because you are who you've been created to be, you're not putting on that mask every day, you're not covering Mm -hmm. up, you're not trying to create this self-image. When you allow people to walk out for that, you actually gain something. Yeah. And that's called freedom. For sure. Freedom from that weight that you've carried because you've Uh, been looking and going, hey, this is who I've got to be. And if I'm not mm -hmm. this person, they're not going to be here. But man, this new me is so much lighter. Mm. It is so much easier to live each day without that expectation of, I've got to be this for these people. No, my job is to be who God has created me to be, mm-hmm. to to walk in the, the path that He has laid before me and enjoy that path. And if somebody is walking that path with you, then praise God, allow them to do that. And for that season that they're in your life, mm. Y'all lean on one another, you grow together, you do ministry together, you do life together and see what God does through that that relationship. But then there's going to come a time that that season may end and it's okay because you've enjoyed the season that you were yeah. you you had with them. And so um, we often think that we're going to lose a lot of things when we actually gain ourself. probably, yeah, ourself. We gain that freedom. Mm. We gain, we gain so much. It's like when it, whenever I take my pack us. off and I hand it to you, and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I can finally... Yeah, I gained some <laughs> extra weight in that, but... I can finally make it to the top of the trail, but I think I think we gain that, yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think we gain a lot, and I think, you know, you said allow, but what would allowing that to happen look like? That, I mean, freedom. <sighs> yeah, said it, it does. Like being able to breathe there. Yeah. And it, it looks, it's going to look different for everybody. And that's, there's not a clear cut of, well, this is how you allow it to, to happen. Um, but you're going to have to get to that point where, like we've said earlier, being okay with who we were created to be and realizing that the people that are supposed to be in our life are going to be okay with that too. Mm. And... That's not just a, that's not a, hey, I listened to this podcast and now I'm able to do that. Mm-hmm. It is, it is a process. It is a journey in itself of allowing that to happen. And once you really grasp what you're going to gain out of this, you're, you're not ever going to want to go back. Well, and I think it, it's choosing to do it. Yeah. And I think that's where the daily comes in. You know, sometimes it's just choosing to show up and yeah. and choosing to take the next step and yeah. to take that next breath and to keep moving forward and to know that by stepping out and, you know, maybe creating um, those boundaries that you need to protect yourself and your family or, you know, those around you. Maybe those are hard conversations to have. Yeah. But they're hard conversations to have for a reason, and it's to protect you and to gain yourself back. And I think that's where you got to lean into. Yeah. You got to lean into that uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like. 
hard conversations are uncomfortable, yeah. but like they're the best ones to have because ultimately like that's where we gain freedom. Yeah. Is in uncomfortable vulnerability, right? Yeah. And that that freedom almost feels like the opposite of fear because fear traps us. Whatever your fear may be. And I, I don't know um what your your fear is today. I don't know what you're struggling with. Um I I, I told you earlier I'm not smart enough to know all those things. Um but I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, from from what I have seen and the little bit of research that I've done on this, that uh, that Scripture talks about not fearing 365 times, mm. and if you do the math, that's one a day. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, so, he knew that yeah. we were going to need a lot. Yeah, he he knew that that was something that that people were going to struggle with, and so God gave us promises of do not fear, and mm. and sometimes it's not easy to read those verses. Uh, but but I want to encourage you today, uh, as you're listening to this, as God pulls these things to your mind of, hey, this is this is a fear that that you don't have to live with. This is something that you don't have to have. Uh, I want to encourage you with with a passage of scripture from from Psalm 46, and it's mm. just the first few verses of so it. Good. You can go and read uh, the rest of it. It's only 11 verses long, but the the first few verses says this uh, in Psalm 46: God is our refuge and strength. Mm. a very present help in trouble. Therefore, because of all those things, because of who God is and the fact that He is present in our time of trouble, verse 2 says, Therefore, we will not fear. And listen to all the things that follow that. Though the earth should change. Mm. Man, doesn't it feel like that's happening? And though the the (laughs) mountains slip into the heart of the sea, Mm. although we see these things, you you see the the beauty of creation, you could watch it just disappear. You could watch the earth so change so much that, that it would feel like the world around you is crumbling. Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride. Therefore, we will not fear. Mm. Scripture reminds us that we don't have to fear. We don't have to live with that. It doesn't have to trap us. Mm. Because at the end of the day, no matter what happens to you today, no matter what happens tomorrow, no matter what happened yesterday, God's still in control. Mm. And I know for some of you listening to this, that does not always sit well. Because some of you don't have the same view of God that we do. Mm. Uh, some of you have not experienced God like we have, and, and we hope to continue to share those stories with you as as we walk this journey. For sure. But there's for s- plenty of times that I know that I have felt very much out of control and have questioned God and really like why, why? Yeah. And so we'll get into that for sure. Yeah. But- and it's it's one of those things that no matter what your view of God is, he he still reigns supreme. He is orchestrating all of this and and there's nothing that happens that he doesn't allow and we don't always like that. But we can trust that it's not out of control. Mm-hmm. It may be out of our control, but it's not out of his control and because 
what verse 1 said, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Because of that, you don't have to be afraid today mm-hmm. of what's going to happen. You can allow freedom to come through expressing those fears, through allowing people to be a part of your life and walking through and being okay with who you are. Um, you don't you don't have to you don't, you don't have, have to, to embrace fear that. who he's created you to be. Yeah. I mean that that in itself can be scary of okay, this is who I am, this is who God created me to be. But the thing is, is like he sees it as good. Yeah. Like he says that multiple times when he's creating the, the world and he he looks down on his creation and he sees it's good. Yeah. Like why why do we question it? Yeah. That's there's so much. There's so much you could go into uh with that and um gosh, just the, the topic of fear, just it, mm. it it can get so broad but part one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very well could be. Part 1.1. Uh, <laughs> but uh, fear is one of those things that no matter what yours is, um, it's a struggle for all of us. Uh, it is not something that we have mastered uh, by any way, shape, or form. Not at all. But one of the things that I've learned in life is that my fears are never bigger than my God. Mm. And He can handle all of those. So be encouraged with that today. Uh, know that that God has a plan. He has a purpose for you, and He has created you with all of your fears to do something incredible in this this thing that He has given you called life. And so, uh, we want you to be encouraged with that today. Um, I again, we we so greatly appreciate y'all taking time out of your day to to listen to us and. Uh, we we enjoy getting to just uh, talk about these topics, and uh, you may think that this is just something that we do for a podcast, but but honestly, we have these conversations on a regular basis, and mm-hmm. so we we enjoy getting uh, allowing y'all to to hear uh, the the way that we process these things, and and we ask one another questions, and so thank you, thank you so much uh, for for taking time out of your day uh, to listen to this. And please know that we don't ever take that for granted. And and we appreciate y'all so much uh, for doing that. Yeah, thank you. And and just even, you know, as we talk about fear, just remembering that we can allow fear to overwhelm us and not let it um, help us share our story. And remember, that's why we, why we started this is that our story shapes us. It makes us who we are. And if we're afraid of showing who we are, then what are we doing? And so hopefully we can continue to walk alongside one another and step out of fear and into freedom and breathe. So help us, help us do that. So stay tuned with us.